All right, so we are looking at the Torah portion reflections um, from Exodus chapter 38, starting in verse 21 to the end of chapter 40, okay? Um, So what I got this morning was to finish the work. If you look at Exodus 40 and 33, and it says, And he raised up the cord all around the tabernacles and the altar and hung up the screen of the court gate, So Moses finished the work. The command to build a tabernacle of Yah was not part of the Ten Commandments. It was a command given to Moses by Yah. Likewise, the Most High has given us charges or assignments outside of the written law that must be completed in order for us to finish the work for the king. So what's required to finish the work? Um, You need to have a command, instructions. Um, what work have you been specifically assigned to um, and what is standing in the way of getting it done? The glory comes when the assigned work is finished. And that was in Exodus 40. Um, when you get to 40:33, it says, so Moses finished the work. And then in 34, it says, then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. So the glory comes when the assigned work is finished. For restoring the branches ministries, our work is to take Yah's healing to the nations. That means we must present the truth of Yah through the remedy of Christ to everyone. We are coming to the understanding that true healing takes place in the mind. The truth that heals and brings freedom must be presented in love. And so um, I'm reading this book for the second time. And it's, could, that, could it be this simple, a biblical model for healing the mind? And he is a Christian psychiatrist, and he's been doing psychiatry for a long time. He is also a Sabbath keeper. Um, so everything, his method, his teaching comes from an aspect of uh, the word. Um, so he says, in the beginning... Uh, our, we were governed by our spirit nature. And so that's when you look at the diagram, everything starts there and goes down. But this changed with the input of when Adam and Eve sinned, it went from the bottom up. So selfishness is then added to this equation. And then you have to get through the feelings, the thoughts, your will to get back up. So it would used to be here down, but with the input of selfishness, now it's a working to go up through there, okay? So part of the spirit nature that allows us to have good judgment is our reason and our conscious. It's our reason and our conscious. Um, and then it has the aspect of worship. So for reason, our ability to reason is to think and to weigh evidence and then draw our own conclusions. Um, our, our ability to think and weigh evidence and draw our own conclusions. Our conscious, that's what we were talking about when we were talking about the temple. And we said the eye, the lamp of the body is the eye. And it's the conscious. That, that's your spiritual eye. So when it says in Hebrews that Christ can cleanse your conscience, he's cleansing the highest part of your spiritual nature. He can clean like all, all of that. He can take care of all of that. Um, there was one more part of the aspect of worship and I'm just going to read this on page 22 of the book it says Christianity teaches us to look not at ourselves but at Christ why does God say worship me is he insecure does he somehow need our validation or approval does it really matter what we worship God tells us to worship me because we actually adapt ourselves to the things we admire and devote ourselves to. Um, Our character actually becomes transformed to reflect that which we revere. So um, on page 23, it reflects what we revere. On page 23, it says, why does God ask us to worship him? He does so because he is the only one we can worship that will not cause us to degenerate. And to degenerate is to decline or become less specialized from an ancestral or former state. That's the only thing that will not cause us to decline. 
Um, we as humans are the highest created things on the planet. Therefore, our planet contains nothing that we can worship that will advance us. To worship anything other than the creator would be to our own degradation. So um, he goes on to say it's not do we worship, it's what do we worship. You have people who love sports and you know, when they say, oh, that's my life, I, you know, I love that, I do that, then that's what you worship, and that becomes, that's what you revere is what you become. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so the whole aspect of that. Um, okay, so what does it require to finish the work? It requires a group effort, and Ezra 5.16, it says, then the same Shabbos, Bazaar came and laid the foundation of the house of Yah, which is in Jerusalem. But from that time, even until now, it has been under construction and it is not finished. Um, Amos 3 and 3 says, can two walk together unless they agree or they agreed? And I did want to look at that verse. Um because you think of what well, I thought of and Noah walked with God. Abraham, when Yah said, walk with me and be perfect. Um, when it says, um, and Enoch walked with God and he took him. Can two walk together unless they have an agreement? But in the Hebrew, walk is yalak. That's up there. Um, and that means not just to walk or come and go. So can two come and go together? Can two walk together? Together is Yakad. It's not an incident that all of these start with like a Yod. Yalak, Yakad, Yaad. Okay? Can two come or go together? Together is in a union or be united unless they agree. And Yaad is to assemble or to meet. So it says agreed, but that's the word that was used in Exodus 25. And we, we talked about that. Exodus 25 and 22. It says, And there I will meet with you, Yaad, and I will speak with you from above the mercy seat between, two, between the two cherubim, which are on the ark of the testimony, about everything which I will give you in commandment to the children of Israel. So meet with you and agreed, that's the same word. So it, that's when it says, can two walk together? Can two be united as one or in a union unless they meet in a symbol? And so you have that word, but you have that aspect of him meeting with you between the cherubim in your mind. So it takes a group effort. Um, in James 2 and 22, it says that faith works together with works. Faith and works work together. In Philippians 1 and 27. I'll go to that. If you have anything you want to throw in, you're more than welcome. Instead of Bach or Abach? On command. Abach? That is uh, Zabah. Zabah. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Aaron. I just wanted to ask a question. I would to walk together without having met mm -hmm. is what it says in mind. That's what she said. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is this actually mean? Yeah. Like, how would to walk together with uh, would to walk together without having met? And yeah. Said, what does that mean? The meet part. To meet. Uh, to meet. To assemble. Um, yaad. It's yaad. To union. To uh, um, together is the unionness. Yeah. So it is. It is meet, yes, they, you're right. Agree is like the same thing. To assemble or meet. That's yeah. what, it's yeah. the same Hebrew word when he said in Exodus, and I will meet with you between the cherubims. Okay. So the word they use for agreed means to meet. So that's, your translation is exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
your translation is exactly right. That unless they meet. So there is this coming to, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Exactly. If I don't yourself to one another, Mm -hmm. I want to meet you. Yeah. I want to know more about you. And then they meet one another. Yes. And they come to a agreement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A certain place together. Because they're able to walk together. Right. Because they met. So that aspect of coming into a relationship. Yes. You know. And it was um. I was looking at this article and it says how to think like a queen and the first one uh, step one is to agree with God uh-huh. that's what it says mm. that you have to agree with him right. ab- about his word so you have to be in the word in order to agree with what he's saying so it pretty much is the, it, 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 it's the same but just okay mm-hmm. no yeah your, your translation is absolutely right because when you look it up in the Hebrew it does mean to meet or assemble yes so two can't walk together unless they literally come the together. Same, come in the same place. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for the sake, not the assembly. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. And Go ahead. To to be in, in agreement or to assemble, you know, that can be like, you know, like mentally, you mm-hmm. know, like be or like how you would say we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah. because uh, from Bible study, you know, uh, shalom. Was that covenant of, of uh, peace or or being uh, uh, being you know the the reward of two people being together you know and receiving or giving you know you have to be together you know you have to be on the same you have to be intertwined mm-hmm. you know um, for shalom the action to happen you know yes okay. Uh, Philippians chapter 1 verse 27 okay Um, and it says only let your conduct be worthy of the gospel of Christ so that whether I come and see you or am absent I may hear of your affairs that you stand fast in one spirit with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel and so the question is whose mind Who's mind? Yes. So yes, the mind of Christ, because who's the head of the body? Christ. So that one mind, not ours, because we're part of the body and the head has already been established. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> and Colossians two and two, but the group effort that's required. In Colossians 2 and 2, and my title says, No Philosophy But Christ. But I want you to know what a great conflict I have for you and those in Laodicea. And, and for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding to the knowledge of the mystery of God. Um, both of the Father and of Christ. Um, and so, who is love? Yah is love. And so, being knitted together in love is to be knitted together in Him. And Christ is the epitome of what it means to love. That, that aspect of selflessness and being able to do that. But it changed when, we, when the selfishness entered in. So, it's, it's harder for us. I mean, it's not easy. To be selfless, and that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that that's hard. That's not easy. Yes, sir. Go ahead. So what you're saying is that on this diagram here, it's now flipped. So that feelings is on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's it's an thoughts. arrow going. Yeah. It's you got to get through feelings, thoughts, will, spirit, nature, and down here you have selfishness. Mm-hmm. Whether it's sensual, whether it's materialism, or whether it's egotism, your own ego about self. But yes. Um, Ephesians chapter 2. So now your feelings at the top of it. Yeah, they are. Yes. In Ephesians chapter 2, Jeremiah, Ephesians chapter 2. 
And I have the whole chapter, but I don't think that's what I wanted. It was specific verses. Here it is, verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in trespasses, made us alive together with Christ and raised us up together and made us sit together in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Um, that in the age, ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. So this aspect of together, like there is an individual work that you've been assigned to do. There's a work for the ministry that has to be done. There's a work uh, continuing the work of Yeshua. You got to keep that going. And then what is the work of the kingdom? You know, like what is the work? Because Moses finished the work and the glory came. But we have a work in order for the glory to come. You know, being in humble, that's part of the work. What it is, what it's not, like we have to be able to use wisdom to see that. Setting Individual up for Passover. Yes. Individual work, come and go. Ephesians 4 16. I'll start in 15. But speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. Um, and then in 1 Corinthians 14, 16, it says, let all things be done for the edification. It's like somebody has a psalm, somebody has a word, somebody has a teaching, somebody has a scripture, but all of it's done um, in the edification. And that was in 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Edification is something that is instructive or informative in a way that improves the mind or character. Edification is something that is instructive or informative in a way that improves the mind or character. So it may not always feel good to be edified, but it's going to improve that puts a whole your mind and your character. A normal would be, oh, come on, you yeah, can do no, it. no, something that is instructive or informative in a way that improves the minor character that is edification. So, the edification of the body is not always like flowers, and sometimes that's correction because love does not look the same all the time. Sometimes, love is the chastening that Jeremy talked about, time, yeah, produces, mm -hmm. fruit later. produces fruit later. So Mm -hmm. That's true love. Tough love. Yeah. Yeah, that's true love. Mm -hmm. So what is what's required to finish the work, the command of Yah, the specific directions, um, a group effort, that unifying, being united in love, and the edification of the church. Go ahead. Are you back on the PowerPoint? Uh, you talking about the notes I got? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in there. Okay. Do you have something? No, I was just trying to follow. Okay, I'm on humility now. I was in the scriptures. <laughs> okay. Humility is the next part. What What's required? The word for command in Hebrew is zavah. Zavah. Okay? It means command, charge, give orders, lay charge, give charge to, or order. Okay? It takes humility to be able to take direction and correction from someone else. But it is a requirement for finishing the work. Okay. So Moses exhibited humility because he was able to take the command of Yah and apply it. So, you know, we always say, hey, you know, I'm grown. I do whatever I want to. You know, but finishing the work requires humility. 
being able to take direction and correction from someone else and it is a requirement from finishing the work we all have to take it from y'all we all have to take it from each other in the pictograph you have the man laying on the side and it's connected to the man with his hands raised up so we can see that our humility is connected to our praise our humility is connected to our praise like direct correlation um, and then that and this is the word command though the word command shows that our humility is connected to our praise um, another point yes sir go ahead so in uh, Genesis when Yah placed uh, Adam in the garden he mm. did what? Gave him a command. He gave him a command. What mm. was he supposed to do? Um, Shamar. Shamar. Dress and keep. And what else? It's well, dress and dog, keep. What you say? A dove, something like a, that. A vine. A vine, okay. A vine. So he was to watch, guard, keep, and then he was to work and till. Mm -hmm. And when you look up the word um, eved, which means servant or slave, that's the noun of the root word Witness. Abad. Oh, okay. okay. So when you look at Abed, some of the things it'll say is um, servant, it might say slave, but also say worshiper. Mm. So Adam, when he's doing what he was told to do, the actual act of shamaring and avoding is, is worship. Okay. Because he would have to be, as we're understanding here, mm -hmm. humble. Mm. But that, that actually is the aspect of uh, worshiping Yah. Mm -hmm. So I just that's okay to my mind. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, and if we go back to the Torah portion, it talked about um, the holy garments to minister in. Um, and then in the notes, I have that we must remember what we must be dressed in to minister. So no, we're not walking around with an ephod and a breastplate on. But um, in Colossians, and that's in there, 3, 12 through 14, it says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, help me, Father, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do but above all these things put on love which is the bond of perfection and let the peace of god that's what jeremy hit on on wednesday rule in your hearts to which you were also called in one body and be thankful um which is great colossians 3 12 through 14. Ephesians 4 and 24 and says and that you put on a new man which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness um, we know Ephesians 6 where it talks about the armor of God you know you got that one um, Romans 13 12 through 14 the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Um, and... First Peter 5 and 5, you can look at that one. In Revelation 3 and 5, it says, To him who overcomes, this aspect of overcoming, um, he's, he's going to clothe us himself. And I will turn to that one. Revelation 3 and 5 says, He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. And so you think of Moses when he went to intervene for the people and he says, blot my name out. And he says, no, I'm not going to blot your name out. I'm going to blot out the name of those who sin against me. So this aspect of overcoming is an aspect of not sinning against him. If that's who he's going to blot out. Um, so 
back in the notes. Got something? Gotcha. All right. Um, consider Messiah. Um, in John 6, 38, it says, For I come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. So if we make it applicable to us, we were born not to do our own will, but the will of one who sustains life. Christ came to fulfill the law. Matthew 5 and 17. Christ came from Yah with, the, with an assigned work to call sinners to repentance. That's Mark 2, 17 and Luke 5, uh, 32. He came as the light, life, and the living bread. Christ came as the epitome of the love of Yah. Christ finished his work. So when he said it was finished, that was his work that he had to do. And that wasn't our work, that was his. And so that's John 19 and 30. And he is the cornerstone to help us finish ours. He is the one who will help us finish our work. Finishing the work will require us to finish the race and keep the faith. We must be devoted to finishing the work and wise enough to remove the things that hinder the work. Be in prayer for your individual work the work of the ministry you have aligned yourself with, the work of Yeshua and the will of the Father, and we must work while it is day. Okay. So in the Torah portion, we always, like we say, where is the love? Um, it is not merely in Moses' obedience that you see the love, but it's the fact that Yah even gave the commandment at all. So in him giving the commandment, that was an act of love. Moses obeying what he said was an act of love mm -hmm. so the giving of the instruction the fact that he's given you work is an act of love like he's given you work to do um and his his instructions it, it in itself are are an act of love you guys have anything you want to add to that um would you mind uh, sharing more about this right here, the reasoning and the conscious worship, judgment, and the flip since after um, okay. Adam? Okay. All right, so the reason and the conscience are the highest faculties of your mind, okay? Decision-making. Decision-making, and your conscience. So they say if you have reason without a conscience that you have Darwinism, you'll have evolution, you have all of these things, re reasoning, but not with the conscious aspect. And if you have a conscious without reasoning, then you'll be part of a cult. You'll do the Jim Jones, you'll drink the Kool-Aid, you'll do the thing because you have this conscious. So they have to work together. Like they have to work together. Um, the conscious, The conscious is a, is a specific mental faculty, sometimes referred as the spiritual eye. Okay, so God speaks directly to the mind. He's speaking to your conscience. So when you hear something or you see visual impressions of something, that's in your, in your conscience when you see it there, okay? Um, your will, The will is where we choose. The will follows the direction of reason and conscience. So that's why he says, if you walk in the spirit, you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. So if you're up here, <laughs> then all of this will align. But it, it's, it's like our minds are warped. We're messed up. We're messed up. We were born in the self. We were born. Yeah. It's like a, it's passed on from person to person. Like you come in messed up. And then life happens and it either improves or gets more messed up. So then you come to Christ. You got to go back to the original time. Then you come to Christ and it's this constant um, working as him as the physician standing in front saying this is what's wrong. One thing that Dr. Jennings brought out, he says that church should be like a 12-step program. 
when you go into a 12-step program and you say, hi, my name is Kelly, I have issues with loving my neighbor, loving as myself, and not being selfish. And people respond with, hi, Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Like, now, everybody's not coming in here okay. Right. You know? Nobody's okay. Nobody's okay. But we've but made... striving to get Yes. It. But we've made it to be at church, and you're supposed to be okay when no... Hey, how you doing? I'm fine. Yeah. So... And your household just fell apart. Yeah. So he says it would be better if it was like a 12-step program, because you go through the aspects... Um, I'm trying to open it. There we go. Of a 12-step program, I was I was looking at that this yeah, week. You have to have a higher power. Mm -hmm. You have to you yeah. have to forgive others. Yeah. You have to be forgiving to, to others. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So so if sin yeah, is the addiction, yeah, if sin is the addiction, then yes, you have to accept that you are powerless to do it by yourself, to fight sin by yourself. You have to have hope, believe that there is a power greater than ourselves that could restore our sanity. That's step two. Step three is the willingness that you make a decision to turn your will in your lives over to the care of God as we understand him. Uh, step four is a personal inventory of where you are jacked up. Uh, step five is self-disclosure, admitting to God and ourselves and others that we do have a problem. You can't go to rehab unless, unless you, you admit. Yeah. So when you like just going through the steps, that makes sense, and it's a constant yeah. cycle, mm -hmm. you know. But but we don't. Right now, that may not be a problem for you. Yeah. You may have already overcome that problem, but it may be a problem for somebody else, and that's where our experiences come in to help somebody else mm -hmm. come out of that. You know, it's funny because I was just telling you about something last week, and it's like if you've never been to a place where you have recognized like some terms with I have an issue with this, you're going to be. Mm -hmm. And it's going to fall harder next time. How many yeah. times you got to go around the mountain? Yeah, it it will make that fall harder. Yes. Because he gives you, he said, there's no, what is it, no temptation that comes to man that he doesn't show you a way out. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if we don't take the way out, we didn't make a conscious decision with our reasoning, with his word yeah. as the guideline yeah. to make the good decision to do it his way. Right. So we fall on our faces again. But if we absolutely apply the principles of God yeah. in our life that he's laid out in his word, yeah. He will absolutely do everything he can to encourage you. And uh, what is what was the word you used, Kelly? What is it, the edification? He will edify you. He will, yeah. He's instructing you through his word to bring you to succeed, to come back to the original design that he set before you. Mm -hmm. And so when Adam, when Adam and Eve sinned, because um, it was selfish, but he was afraid. So fear is an aspect of selfishness. And since perfect love drives out all fear, in Isaiah it says that uh, before there was iniquity in you, you were perfect. So Adam and Eve were perfect. And then iniquity was found there. You know, so when you read the New Testament, they're always talking about being perfected, being perfected, being perfected. Well, what's the reason? To remove the iniquity. And then that brings you back to what Jim, um, Jeremy said with the men being closed. That finished work. Yeah, a finished work, a finished product. So when you have selfishness here, you know, you need perfect love to drive out all fear. And so now the arrows change. So now you have to hit feelings and thoughts and will before you ever get here. So you have to take every thought captive. Yeah. You know, like all of those verses, like Jeremy said, the New Testament is about your behavior. And what drives behavior? The brain drives behavior. So you have to be renewed in the mind. Mm -hmm. Like you have to. Go ahead. Question. So um, obviously we, you know, we kind of started the uh, collision course last Sabbath, and we'll pick mm -hmm. up today. So when we look at you know religion or churches or just a preconceived notion. That has that already makes you think a certain way, mm -hmm. right? I think this because this was taught to me. This is 
So then does that not become a detour or a stumbling block as you're trying to uh, achieve, you know, this this completeness and spiritual nature? Mm -hmm. like you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like as in you, you have a certain thought, this is this way, it's always been this way, and boom, whatever it, it may be. There's mm -hmm. a lot of things you can fill in the blank. Yeah. You know, so, you know, teacher, how do you, th you know, what do you think about that? About the pre preconceived yeah, okay. thoughts, preconceived We are born self-centered. Yeah. You have to teach. Ah, 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 baby, yeah. Yeah. Literally, it's about your having your needs met. That's You're it. born that way. You know, you have to teach your children to share. That's right. You don't, you know, the, what is mine, mine, mine. And then you have to correct that. Well, what the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Like, like when they get to arguing, they was like, it's not yours, it's God's. You know, and so like we have to put that in there. But like we are born self-centered. Yes. Because of sin, because of what happened. Like it's, and it goes that like that's not. So there's a work that we have to allow him to do. And, you, and we don't. Like we, where we were previously, I can't say that that was taught on that level. There was not a okay. You got to stop the things. Now you got to do what I tell you to do. Yes, and I am the focus. Yes, stop with your hands, mm -hmm. and then then it was told you deal with the matters of the mind and the heart, but not how and not why. And so this is why yeah why because we're born self-centered and in order to be like christ who was selfless to the point that he was obedient unto death like we have to be there yeah too. we have to be there too and our whole life is a process of shucking off the ugly and the yeah iniquity whole life the, the, the whole life yes and so um, christ you know because we'll say if my baby needed a kidney i'm up there to do it anything mm -hmm. I'll die for someone I love, but he died while we were yet enemies. Yes. You know, and so where are we at that that's aspect? Good. You know, because, you know, we good. Hebrew Israelites, you know, you know. Okay, that's why. You know, going. but right. that ain't what he did. So the thoughts, <laughs> you know, I think, you know, my ancestry or heritage mm. or, you know, our doctrine is pure, mm. or you know, Esau is this. So, mm. how screwed up mm. is the body? Mm. Very. We're talking about yeah. because we have to become as He is, and He is spirit. So, is Christ really the head of the body that's called the church right now? That's okay. That's what. Mm. I want to get your in. Because okay, what you just read about every tendon, every joint, mm -hmm. every piece, yeah. every little pinky toenail, all, all work together. together. No, that's we've been. If you're not part of this. You are nothing, and you will always fail. Mm. There is no room to come together as a whole. As Jeremy's always spoken of y'all a different part of the vineyard mm. to come together for the full common good to bring fruit producing 30, 60, and 100 fold of people into the gospel and the knowledge of the most high. Mm -hmm. Healed, whole, and coming back to the original design. Mm. So the original design it's not about skin color. At the end of the day, it will be back to coming to a place of selflessness, to true like to love yes. your neighbor, like we say we do. No greater love of any man, lest he give his life for his. Brother. Yeah, and he died while we were, we were enemies. Enemies. We weren't friends yet. We hadn't. Uh uh. He had, mm. but we chose to. Mm. We chose yeah. because of our. Wrong consciousness, yeah. wrong conscious, wrong reasoning, desire for our own will. We did not choose him. Hmm. He chose us, and that—that's real plain. Mm -hmm. He chose us. We didn't choose him. Yeah, sin is an aspect of selfishness, and that's what it is. And it's—it's—it's it's, it's addictive, and it's—you um, need a twelve-step program, and Christ is the remedy. Hallelujah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So. Repeat what you said. You said earlier about the conscious and about the uh, 
that being where Yah talks to you at. Yes. Because okay. Oh, can I just Spiritual read Spiritual Yes, Spiritual it says eye. on page 18, because humans don't possess infinite yeah. knowledge, the reason alone is not sufficient for healthy decision making. As a further aid, therefore, God designed the conscience to work jointly with reason. The conscience is a spiritual eye, Matthew 6.22. If your eye is whole, the whole body is whole, that's, that's the conscience. Um, it is the faculty through which the Spirit of God communicates directly to us, the one that hears the voice of God speaking quietly. When someone, when some Christians say the Spirit told, you know, the Spirit told me in my spirit, they're referring to the conscience. I just know that I know that I know mm -hmm. that I know that. Yes. Um, it's always healthy for us to remember, though, that if the physical eye can be diseased, then so can the spiritual eye. And so when he says and that the blood of Christ, guard your eyes, guard mm -hmm. your mind, guard your, guard your ears, guard yes. what you hear, guard what you see. What are you thinking about? Yeah. What are you thinking about? What takes over your thought process where you're not listening to yeah. the instruction mm -hmm. and following through to follow the command? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Man. God will speak directly to the mind, either audibly or via impressions. The avenue by which we hear his communications to us would be either his auditory neurons, if the voice is audible, or the conscience, if it's a mental impression. The conscience is the specific mental faculty referred to as the spiritual eye. The conscience transmits spiritual impressions to the brain for understanding. Yes. So if you see and hear stuff, then you need to take it through the reasoning aspect so you can judge. Judge the spirits. Yes, go ahead. Yes, that's true. Because everything yeah, you yeah. hear may not be from him. It may not from the right spirit. <laughs> may be a serious distraction. Yes. Yeah. Go Dang. ahead. So, uh, Hallelujah. touching on the conscience you. and mm -hmm. the eye. So this is probably why people that get off deep into meditation, yoga, Mm. Um, people that want to mm -hmm. open up their chakras, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, and I, I remember teaching on this at a tabernacle years that. ago in a class about the, the bottom chakra all the way up to the top. And once you open the top chakra, you now become God. Mm. It was the top one that you are God now. So mm -hmm. how people, it's very common today to say, you know, like, like I am a god, mm -hmm. you know, people in kind of the that commit that realm, that realm of of uh, I guess reasoning or conscious. It's just yeah, yeah. But that's that's what that is, um, and that makes that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You become your own god. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, that you are trying to unlock some stuff. You are you're. Um, it, that's the reasoning yeah. aspect without using the conscience, so it's still not yeah. a good judgment. You're way out there. Yeah. You're not mm -hmm. making good decisions. Yeah. yeah. Because you're not following through. Yeah, and, that, and that's why that. But in that book, he has a yeah. real good uh, definition of spiritualism. Oh yeah, and spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Anything else that stood out? Thank you, y'all, for the confirmation of the spirit in the world. Mm. Okay, one takeaway then. And then, yes, I do want to see your pictures, so get ready. Okay. One takeaway. My picture is my takeaway. Okay, good. And so you'll be able to explain that. takeaway is he died for us while we were yet still enemies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, mine, uh, I guess I would have to, the edification um, that just, and it's not about position, it's about improving your brothers, your sisters, or your own mind or character. That aspect of building up. 
and that my humility is connected to my praise and my worship as a command and that's in there Jeremiah what you got bottom that there are are building the tabernacle and the ark is in the middle okay and then, then god calls moses to the tabernacle and he is bowing down there okay awesome. look at you <laughs> do you have you want to share yours i want to hear okay go ahead What's the question? What does testimony mean? What does testimony mean, Jeremy? Actually, two. One. Three. It's, a, it's like a witness. Almost like a witness. That's the first word that comes to mind. It's like a witness. or a, So the testimony that they put inside the ark was the commandments, but it was literally made with the finger of God as a witness of who he is. So our testimony is our witness of who he is in our lives of who God is in our lives so yeah. we have a testimony he but, has a good question too. okay go ahead okay. Josh read the same question mm -hmm. what's Jasper what oh that's one of the stones in the breastplate I don't know I have to google it to see what color it is okay what was the last one what does uh, degradation mean? Who? Degradation. Oh, degradation. And I looked that up and I had that. Um, hold on. Is it decay or something? It is. It's in the bottom. Here it is. Nope. Degrad. It's like degeneration, it's a decline. Or you're becoming less specialized than you former than you formerly were. So it's a decline. Like um, if you're walking one day and you learn how to walk, and all of a sudden you don't know how to walk, you you declined. There's a decline in what you can do. Downward spiral. A downward spiral. Yes, but when you get older, you go back in reverse process. So as you get older, like you stop walking, you stop doing the things you don't do. So you, it's a decline in function. Another takeaway? Yes, sir. Um, what forever things are written for time are written for my learning. Mm -hmm. If I'm patient, and if I find comfort in the scriptures, I can have my hope. Mm -hmm. the tabernacle was completed, and the glory failed. Mm -hmm. Yeshua taught Peter, I gotta take this tabernacle off so that I can put on another. So if I rest in the scriptures, if I'm patient. I follow the commands, more humble, mm -hmm. uh, then that glory will fall on me. Mm -hmm. I should dress right. Amen. Um, just reiterate something that I heard a long time ago, but just that we're not made to make decisions, but we're made to execute God's plan mm -hmm. for us. That foundation really has been laid down since, like you said, we were kids. We didn't make our own decisions. We executed our parents knew what was best for us. But like you said earlier, when we get grown, it's like, I know that our world, mm -hmm. I can do this, but it's just really down here in God's. Like the, our parents used to say, I believe we put you in God's hands. <laughs> Literally, yeah, yeah. You know. And so we have to be like we were talking about, uh, paying attention. Mm -hmm. and we have to be in this word. We have to be in prayer. We have to know you know what he wants us to do now you know what's in our own heart and stuff like that he can give that to us but it's going to be in his direction yes absolutely when you said that um that part where it said when i was a child i thought as a child and there's a part that says i reasoned as a child yes. you know so that that reasoning has to mature what do they call it a teenage mentality mm. you know what it is <coughs> some water all right what did you have a takeaway? 
I was looking for the other ones that I've written, but it's, I don't know. But um, going back. Um, one of them is we must be devoted to finish the work and wise enough to remove the things that that hinder the work. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of them, and of course, the uh, part of humility, mm-hmm. um, where where it said we where it said our humility is connected to our praise. Mm-hmm. Another two, I, I don't know why I can't find it, but uh, that's what I got for right now. Okay. Miss right. right. Beth, will you close us in prayer, please? Oh, my gracious Heavenly Father, hallelujah. I just say thank you this day. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this Shabbat day. Thank you for your mm-hmm. Shabbat rest. Thank you for this Torah study, y'all. Thank you for digging in, for making a way for us to become healed and whole mm-hmm. and return to your original design, y'all. That there is a path that has to be taken, Father. That is a narrow path that we should not fall to the left or the right, but just keep pressing toward you and your example that you set before us, Father, that you loved us while we were still enemies. Mm. You died for us while we were still enemies. Father, I just say thank you Mm. for making that known to us this day, Father, as we continue to grow and and shuck off the things that are not of you, Father. Let us be able to stand on the rock and become overcomers, Father, to break away sin out of our lives, to to be whole and complete in Tamim and you, Father, Mm -hmm. that we may join and meet with you, Father, for that common goal, Father, that we would rest with you and bring others to be able to enter into that rest as well, Father. Mm. I just say thank you this day. Hallelujah. You are so worthy to be praised. Mm-hmm. Glory to your most holy name. In the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, our King. Hallelujah and amen. Hallelujah.